You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. This is Ham Radio. It's a podcast about Ham Taro. Welcome, everyone. Uh, everybody yeah, who welcome. listens to our show, all our thousands of listeners. All all thousand of you. Yeah, all 1,000. This is a show about a different show that is about cute little hamsters. Um, so you might be asking, is this episode one? I mean, this is the first episode you're listening to, so it's safe to assume that this would be episode one, but no, it's not, is it, Mal? It is not episode one. It is episode zero. Yes. Episode zero, and what this... Well, first of all, our show, Ham Radio, is a show in which Mal and myself are going to, along with uh, special guests every episode... Um, recap two episodes of the tv show hamptaro to you and have a lot of fun and discuss cute little hamster things but this is not episode one this is episode zero so this is our sort of little um not a pro uh, like a no yes a prologue this is a prologue to ham radio in which we're going to explain to you what the heck hamptaro is our history with the show uh, who are our favorite hamsters, all that good stuff. So that way, you could, if you don't know what the heck a hamtaro is, you could listen to this one and then maybe listen to the rest of the episodes that we're going to have. We would love for you to listen to the rest of the episodes, yes. Yeah, it, it, would, be, it would be really stupid for you to listen to episode zero and not listen to the other episodes. So like, yeah, definitely listen to the other episodes. Another question you might be asking is, who are these people? Um, well... I am Gary. Uh, you might know me from other podcast ventures such as Kid Nation Nation or Live Free Twihard, the podcast about Twilight. But this one, uh, this one, I'm 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 here to talk about Hamtaro. Um, who are you? I'm Mel. Um, this is my first podcast, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Honestly, this is a completely normal and expected trajectory for me yeah. for podcasts. Yeah, otherwise I'm a reply guy to Gary's other podca- podcast accounts. Um, that, <laughs> that and Radish. <laughs> I just post uh, reaction yes. pictures under every tweet like a simp. And that's <laughs> that's a good description for me. <laughs> yes, we are, we are bestest internet friends and we both love the hamsters. And we're going to talk about them. Um, as far as our... Uh, individual histories go with the show. Um, I grew up watching Hamtaro and was I I was the type of young lad who was not into a lot of you know violent uh, action type cartoons necessarily. Um, I was much more into 
cute little stories and shows with cute looking characters. Big Nintendo fan. Like, love Pokemon, love Kirby. I was Kirby once for Halloween in the second grade. I was just all about the, that cute stuff. That's so cute. <laughs> I, I wish I could find the Kirby costume that my mom made, but everybody thought I was Jigglypuff. And I would get pissed and I'd be like, no, I'm Kirby. <laughs> no, I'm the other round pink thing in the 90s. Hello? <laughs> yeah, excuse me. Yes, but cute things have always been very important to me and Hamtaro is no different. Mal, what is your personal history with Hamtaro? I also grew up watching Hamtaro um, on Toonami. I do have a lot of memories of, like, being at my grandpa's house in, like, 2002, 2003. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of a weird time that I won't go into. But um, sometimes I just remember back thinking, like, I really just want to be at home. And I want it to be 3 o'clock or whatever time it was supposed to be that Hamtaro came on. And I want to watch Hamtaro. Like, that's all. Yes. I want to go home and I want to watch Hamtaro. And then I want to eat dinner and then I want to go to bed. (laughs) Yes, exactly. That was that. Was that. Um, <laughs> I think the year that Hamtaro came out in the States, I got an early Christmas present, or maybe it was the next year and it was for my birthday, but I got the, um, the VHS that came with the little plush Hamtaro, and if I'm not yes. mistaken, my sister got the Bijou As one. As did I. And I just, I just loved the life out of that thing. I didn't even know there was a Bijou one. There is a Bijou one, if I'm not mistaken. She was a little bit smaller. So cute. And that's kind of just carried on throughout. Yes, definitely. I love that little doll to death. He was just so cute. Um, When Burger Mm -hmm. King got those Hamtaro toys, it was like Halloween or something like that. Oh my god, yeah. Had to go in and got all of them. Their masks came off. I ended up with... Two of the Hamtaros. I think the only one I have still is Bijou. <gasps> oh, that was a good one. That oh, was a good man. one. Yeah. Do you still have them? I do still have them in storage somewhere. I don't remember if that's mm. going to be like my mom's place or the storage facility, but I got them somewhere. Yeah. You'll you'll see them again someday. I will. I know they're in a box somewhere. I can picture that box. Yeah. I just got to find that box. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, of course. So, for our next uh, segment on this episode, I guess we're going to give you a bit of a, uh, a a Ham-Ham history lesson? Ham-Ham, by the way, is the, the n- proper nomenclature in which the hamsters refer to themselves in this series. So, from here on out, we will likely be referring to the hamsters as Ham-Hams. Yes, that's what they are. They're Ham-Hams. They are also hamos, which means friend. I love love ham speak. Yes, yes. There's there's a whole hamster language. Uh, we'll probably use a lot of that, and we'll get into that in later episodes. But um, yes. where the heck did the show come from? Do you want to give them sort of the the rundown on the origins of the show? Well, or, or of the the character of Hamtaro, I guess. Okay. Well, um. I guess I can start with the manga creator was Rizuko Kawaii, and 
Hamtaro started off as a kind of like a one shot in like magazine geared towards like school children. They had different magazines for different grades and she was asked to create just a short little story for young girls, um, like second graders, and she did a little comic about hamsters because if I'm not mistaken at the time she did have a pet hamster. She would also be gifted a couple like over the years from like her publisher or manager um which is just so cute that's a goal right there and like the work the magazine um shogakukan it was geared towards like i think teaching children like how to read and kind of like children's books the way like we have like the berenstain bears and stuff like that here right right so yeah so then that ended up going across all different grade levels not just second grade where it started and then we got the um totoko hamutaro series or trotting hamtaro which <laughs> ran for four volumes yeah. hamutaro yeah uh, the manga is very cute. Each chapter ends with like a little fact like Oh, it's so cute. Hamsters teeth like continue to grow. You have to give them things to chew on. And like the chapter <laughs> before that is like Hamtaro chewing through part of his cage or something. <laughs> um very sweet. There's like little extras like here's how to make like a felt Hamtaro plush. Here's the pattern you can cut out. Oh, it's God. very cute. That, it, it's very just wholesome. So, There's always so, like so wholesome and sweet. <laughs> It really is, and like, Hamtaro has two different owners across the different volumes, like different Hamtaro iterations, and he loves them both so genuinely and so dearly. He, you know, one of them will like have a bad day and come home crying, and Hamtaro's like, wait, why is she crying? What's happening? I gotta cheer yeah. her up. And that carries throughout the anime too, like that becomes a central part of the anime. Um, yeah. It's just so good-hearted and just about basic, I'm going to say human decency, but hamster decency. Just, just, it's really kind-hearted and sweet and just all about being good to your friends and helping people out when they need help. And it's just, just a force of good, I think. Truly, truly is like a big force of good. Very sweet, very kind. Do you want to get into um, the anime now, or do you want to... Yeah, I'll, um, I can get into um, how the anime came to be, but I also did just see your note uh, that says that Hamtaro gets married in the manga to a hamster named Momo, and they have babies, <laughs> which I did not know, and I'm he very does. excited to learn. That's so good! <laughs> it is really cute, and if you've seen the manga, you see how baby hamsters are drawn, and they're just uh, like cotton balls with ears they're adorable mm, there's oh, like 12 so of them they're just so sweet they're so sweet oh. um i can go into that if you want me to i can give spoilers for how that happens but um that's volume two. Oh, tell me i want to know oh my gosh so hamtaro wakes up one morning and there's another hamster cage like next to his and he's like who is this Ooh. who is here in my room <laughs> next to my cage <laughs> Who is that? Momo? Who's Momo? Like <laughs> Who's Momo? And then he goes back to bed. <laughs> he goes back to bed like, okay. And then he wakes up and Momo is in his cage and he's like, wait, it smells like Momo in here. When did this happen? <laughs> oh, wait, Momo's cute. And basically it like <laughs> that chapter ends with him being like, oh, we had like an arranged marriage. This is neat. I love oh Momo. God. And then, oh, wow. um, <laughs> so then he like 
takes another nap, which is another central part of Hamtaro, is that this this boy loves naps. Um, he can't get enough of the naps. He wakes up from that nap, and he's like, wait, Momo's not in my house anymore. Where did she go? Why is she in her <laughs> other cage? And it turns out she had their babies, which are adorable. And he's like, oh, oh my God. wow, this is great. I got a family. I love this. It's a it's adorable. That's so interesting because Momo, uh, as far as I know, is not a character who appears in the anime. No, Momo is not a character who appears in the no, anime. No, Yeah, no spoilers for the show. Not spoilers for the show, just for the manga. Momo, I guess, would be like a proto-bijou. Right. But it is very cute. At the end of a couple volumes, there's like a family tree. Like the, the first volume starts with a family tree and it's like... Hamtaro and his siblings and his parents and grandparents (laughs) like it goes there and then like the third volume has the ones and it's got all his babies it's amazing (laughs) amazing. I love that it's a shame (laughs) that it like you know I feel like that could have became such a popular children's book but for whatever reason no not in the US at least now we could segue into sort of the history of the anime the anime adaptation of the manga uh, originally started in Japan. Um, it aired first in July of 2000, and it kept running for 12 seasons till March of 2006. So it was going on in Japan since 2000, but it made its way over to the U.S. on um, Cartoon Network's Toonami block, which uh, many people our age probably remember, from 2002 to 2004. So only for like two years. For those who don't know what Toonami is, though, Toonami was a programming block on Cartoon Network that mainly ran um, English dubbed anime series like Dragon Ball Z, Sailor Moon, uh, and it kept going for years and it would show all different shows like Naruto and all, all, all different stuff that um, people were really into. And it was probably the biggest way back then that kids in the US were learning about what anime really was and what anime was popular in Japan for like for your average kid sitting at home like Mal said before after school waiting to see what's going to come on Toonami but yeah the show had 12 seasons in Japan and was pretty popular uh clearly but in the U.S. they only had two seasons of the anime because it didn't have as large of an appeal uh in the U.S. that it did with Japan which I I guess if you think about it kind of makes sense considering the demographic that really watched Toonami I guess it was a lot of preteen to teenagers who um were more into older subject matter whereas Hamtaro was sort of on the edge of like show for babies and show for kids who are a little bit older like it 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 didn't really have such a strong identity amongst the other shows uh that that aired on Toonami but you know there it still had its fans clearly because I think a lot of people remember the show fondly for uh being that weird hamster show that came on Cartoon Network for, uh, you know, a half hour a day. (laughs) But uh, along with that, the show had a couple um, video games based on it that um, Mal and I have quite a history with. Uh, There was Ham Ham's Unite on Game Boy Color and Ham Ham Heartbreak on GBA, Game Boy Advance. And I think also Ham Ham Games. And there's another one for the DS that I can't remember off the top of my head. But um. Those are, like, very well-regarded games. Uh, A lot of people played them, a lot of people liked them. They were just, like, 
cute little um uh, I don't even know how I would describe them genre-wise. It's just you run around and you solve all, all sorts of problems for your hamster friends. It's very cute, very sweet, just like the show. Um, yeah, it's good stuff. They're adorable games, pretty seamlessly integrated into the show, or, you know, integrated from the show, or however. Right, right, right. Just a little hamster RPG, and you do yeah. you do quests, essentially. Yeah, you get to buy clothes and dress up. You um, at least in the first one. The second one's all about solving relationship problems that your friends are having, which I think is so funny. But good game, honestly. <laughs> it's 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 kind of like a, a um like adventure puzzle game, sort of. It's so good. Yeah, adventure puzzles a good way of describing them. So that's what Hamtaro is. Now everybody knows what yes. the heck Hamtaro is all about. Next, we could dive into the character rundown. We're going to give you a quick overview of all the hamsters, who they are, what their deals are, who are their owners, and their role in the show. First up is Hamtaro, our guy. That's our main guy. Our guy. That's our Our main guy. Yeah. His owner is Laura. Um, She's like the main human of the story, just as Hamtaro is the main hamster. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Mal, how would you describe Hamtaro? Hamtaro is, I mean, he's pretty, maybe plucky is the right word. He's just plucky. very plucky. He's like adventurous and he's kind and he is, I feel like he's very central, especially later in the show, to solving issues. And he very much takes on like that that caregiver yeah. kind of role for the rest of the Ham Hams. He's a helpful guy. Very helpful. Yeah, I I guess I failed to mention earlier that the basis of the show really is that there are all these hamsters who are living in Japan with their owners, but when their owners go to school, they escape and they go to this little underground borough called the Clubhouse, where they all hang out and go on adventures together. I probably should have covered that when I mentioned what the anime was, but (laughs) yeah, um, anytime that Laura goes to school, Hamtaro in many cute ways, exits the house, be it through a, um, a, a storm drain or out the window, landing softly on Laura's dog's cute little head. <laughs> Hamtaro's just, he's, he's just your, your, your every ham. He's a real every ham. He is a every ham. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm Hamtaro and I'm a hamster. I live here with Laura Haruna and her mom and dad. If he was a person, we'd call him a people person. Hamtaro yes. has never met a stranger. He just is so kind. Yes, he's he's just the sweetest little guy you could ever imagine. Yes, and Laura is in the fifth grade. A lot of the other hamsters are also owned by her classmates. Mm-hmm. Some of them get brought over just like when the classmates get together at Laura's house. They bring their hamsters over. Which I wish that was like my child. I wish someone else had a hamster when I was in elementary school. <laughs> God, hamster play dates, please. Because that would have been a very fun thing to do. Oh, 100%. <laughs> the second hamster we got on this list is Bijou. And she is sort of the, I would say, Hamtaro's main love interest and friend. Do you think that's safe to say? Yes, that is safe to say. Um, I think that it might be a little bit one-sided um, on, on Bijou's <laughs> yeah. part. In that 
Right. Hamtaro is also a little bit, not dense necessarily, but he, you know. He doesn't really get it. Yeah, he's he's a little, I guess, maybe maybe oblivious, I guess, would be a good word. But Bijou is definitely harboring a crush of some sort. Yeah, he, he he's a little himbo-esque. <laughs> he's a himbo. He's a himbo. <laughs> um. Absolutely. <laughs> He's a hambo. Um. <laughs> in the show, Bijou is sort of this outsider hamster who um, is... She's French. I think we should mention that. She's a French hamster. But this is a place of style, is it not? Ah, it is like the busy streets of Paris. Oh la la! Um, she has these cute little blue bows in her hair. Yes. Yes. And she's basically pampered. Like, picture like a little poodle. A French poodle, but uh, but in hamster form. That is true. She is very poodle-esque. Yeah, I think that is how she her her owner does move like from France to Japan. Yeah, that's what I, that's that's how I remember it. And her name is Maria. Maria, very French yeah. name, Maria. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, next we have Oxnard. If you want to talk about Oxnard, boy. or if you were not done with Beige. No, no, let's move on to Oxnard boy. boy. Yeah. He, I love him. He's got a spot on his nose that looks like a sunflower (laughs) seed. He was my favorite, (laughs) one of my favorites as a child, I think. Just because he's just so... He's relatable. uh, He's super relatable. (laughs) Yeah. He's, he gets very flustered. Yeah, and he has like a favorite sunflower seed, which when he loses, like, it's the end of the world, which is also Mm. relatable especially for children who have like favorite items no Uh, no no it's gone i've lost it my hip hip sunflower seed is gone yes it's a special little thing it's his thing that's like his best friend but his best friend is hamtaro for sure yes they are bffs yeah just like (laughs) um their owners are best friends kana kana and laura Kana is uh, Oxnard's owner. I don't think there are any real parallels in uh, their character traits in regards to their owners, except for the fact that Hamtaro and Laura are both like very kind, sweet people. And Kana is is more or less pretty much the same as Laura. Very, very nice and uh, good hearted, but not in, um, in any way like Oxnard, who is often very nervous and, you know, soft spoken. (laughs) He's just a nervous big boy and we love oxnard yes we love oxnard in this podcast we love him (laughs) yes totally totally and he's just very sweet (laughs) yes (laughs) he is he's a he's a good boy one of the important hamsters here that sort of drive the plot forward is boss who doesn't belong to anybody he is his own ham he is a field hamster and he is the (laughs) He's basically the alpha of the friend group in that he created the clubhouse. And, you know, his name is Boss because basically he is the boss of the clubhouse. And he, um, for spoilers, Boss throughout the series, (laughs) I believe, has a pretty big crush on Bijou, but um, does not know how to properly express his feelings. Fair. Very fair. She's just so pretty. She's the prettiest hamster any of them have ever seen. She has bows in her hair. I mean... She's adorable. She's very glam, very posh. 
she is so sweet <laughs> um, and yeah. cute and just wonderful little thing. Boss is very rough around the edges. Um, yeah. Kind of that gruff kind of character. He does have yeah. like a, a, a tear in one of his ears. I'm Boss, the one and only. Just to <laughs> show you hat. how wild and... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> He's got a hat. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. Only one other hamster has a hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah he's he's a bad boy a bad boy he's got a leather jacket and he's got his little hamster motorcycle and he just <laughs> <laughs> runs it outside of Biju's window you like that he's like chewing on a toothpick like <laughs> yeah <laughs> you don't want that hamtaro kid <laughs> <laughs> you want that square and he does kind of have a, a, a like a funny accent like that like he's like hey hamtaro He's he's got that gruff kind of voice. It is. Yeah. <laughs> he is. He, he does. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have the jacket or the bike, but he does have a very gruff kind of voice. No. Yeah. Yeah. He does, and he does have a hat. That is that is part of his character. He does have the hat. Right. 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 Um... Right. <laughs> tell me about Snoozer, Mal. I will tell you about Snoozer because. This is a spoiler, but once the clubhouse is completed and built, Snoozer is just there. No one knows it's where true. Snoozer came from. He it just shows up. He's a mystery man. He is a mystery man. <laughs> uh, true to his name, all he does is sleep. He sleeps in a sock. He just is it's always the cutest in a sock. shit in the world. Somewhere in the clubhouse. It truly is. Yeah, there's not. A whole lot to say about Snoozer. He does have some episodes, but um, otherwise he's kind of just there, and that's fine. Yeah, I would say that Snoozer at times is sort of Boss's companion, or I would even say best friend. Yes. Or confidant, because Snoozer doesn't talk much because he's always sleeping. But occasionally, um, <laughs> Snoozer will say something very profound and thought-provoking in his sleep. And it's always a big deal when Snoozer says something. True. <laughs> Is he ever going to get up? So he's sort of like the like the wise one that only speaks up ever so often. <laughs> he's like a wizard. He is like, he's like a hamster wizard. And I love <laughs> Snoozer so much. <laughs> he is. He's very like... Yeah, how those quiet character types tend to be just <laughs> very quiet, and then, like, they say six words, and they're the wisest six words that anyone has <laughs> yep. ever heard in the last, like, and everyone's just 15 like, episodes. Whoa. It's like, oh, yes. whoa. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> he, he spoke. <laughs> yes. He's right. <laughs> it's And he's always right. Snoozer is always right. <laughs> So wise. So wise. He's great. <laughs> Should we do a uh, Penelope and Pajmina sort of together? Hmm. I think that we should. Okay. That would make a lot of sense. Um, Pashmina is another very cute hamster, and her little accessory that she always has is a scarf. It is her most prized possession, I would say, past yes, Penelope. Her owner mm -hmm. is June, and... 
if I'm not mistaken, I mean, I think that there are any Animal Crossing fans out here. She's like the <laughs> Uchi big sister type. Yes, yes, 100%. The Hamtaro, <laughs> Hamtaro um, universe. What are you two all smiles about? She's very, like, soft-spoken, very caring, very protective over Penelope. Mm-hmm. Very mature. And they are not, I don't believe, owned by similar people. Like, I don't think they're related. They're owners. Yeah, no. I think at times she does call Penelope her sister. I think sometimes, but I think it's just because they're so close. Yes. Yeah, so that's Pashmina. So Penelope is this very little hamster that wears a... You know, I I, I get, I mean, I, I don't know what it is in terms of human objects, but she wears basically a yellow sheet over her entire body with little eye holes poked out. And you can see her mouth, but she is, I, I assume she's a baby. I think she's a baby hamster, or at least a very, very young hamster. And she, her main personality trait, I'd say, is maybe think like Togepi from Pokemon, just a total little baby who thinks of, like, has no concept <laughs> of danger and just thinks everything in the world is super happy and wonderful and just wants to play and have fun all the time. And she loves Pashmina. They love to hang out. And what's important about Penelope is that she doesn't speak except for... She doesn't know how to speak a language except for hamster sounds. So often she will say, I'm trying to remember um, the exact um, onomatopoeia that is like, like makes up Penelope's entire mo- mode of speech. <laughs> it's something along the lines of like, okay, okay, or something like that. Okay. Yeah, or okay. <laughs> yeah, she just says these like nonsense hamster words. She just says cute gibberish words and it's very great. <laughs> It's like it's like it's like human baby speak. It's very babbling. Yeah. Very yeah, cute. but she but but if I remember correctly, the ham all the other hamsters know what she's saying. It's like she is saying something, I think. Yes. Do you remember like them understanding can, her? They can figure out what she means. Mm-hmm. I remember them understanding her. I'm wondering if that's but I don't think that's wrong. I think that they do like understand her. They don't use Pashmina as like a translator. That's like, true. what did she That's say? <laughs> yeah. Um, what What is she talking about? I think about? they do understand her. And just like, aw. Yeah. She's just yeah, making she... noise in the corner. What's up, kid? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> What's up, man? Hey, little man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, little man. <laughs> uh, and Kylie is Penelope's <laughs> own owner, which I don't remember if we, if you meet them very often, but we'll see. Yeah, I don't remember. That's going to be fun to... To find out how often some of these owners show up. The next two on our list are also kind of... You can't think of one without the other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which would be Dexter and Howdy. Do you have a favorite of Dexter and Howdy? If you had to choose? <laughs> I think I would do a much better job describing Howdy uh, than Dexter. So why don't you go ahead and do, <laughs> do Dexter? You can, you can start with Howdy. That's fine. Okay, um, Howdy... Tell me about him. Tell me about that Howdy dude. Howdy dude. Howdy is a hamster that, you know, it's interesting <laughs> to think about because in the U.S. he's portrayed with a thick southern accent. We're pretty good, huh? I 
think we could do stand-up, we could go on tour! <laughs> uh, not to mention his name is freaking Howdy. Um, I don't know how that translates exactly, um, or rather, what the original context of his character was in Japan. I'm not actually sure. But in the U.S., he's Howdy, and he talks like this. And he's very, um... <laughs> He's very um, outspoken and very brash in how he says things. He's very <laughs> blunt and to the point. And he, uh, he's another one who's just got a huge crush on Bijou. It is Pashmina, though. Oh, it's Pashmina. You're right. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's okay. That one is Pashmina for sure. Yeah. Can you elaborate further on Howdy, what any um, main character traits that he has, besides what I've already said? Besides what you've already said, I mean, I can say that he does, in the Japanese version, his dialect is like the Kansai dialect, which is always, if I'm not mistaken, it's another sort of like country-ish region. Right. Which is kind of so. They, so they goes. basically localized it based upon regional differences in the dialect. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely, yeah. like, regional differences there. Um, mm -hmm. he, he kind of, if I'm not mistaken, he lives in, like, a convenience store, or his owner's family owns, like, a convenience oh, store. Oh, yeah. And he's also kind of like a, like a shopkeeper himself. He's got, like, a little apron and, and such. Right, right. Um, yes, he's yes. He's very quick-witted in a way. Um, a right. lot of the hamsters are like that. Like, if their owner has, like, a certain kind of shop then they also have, like, traits of that shop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely, yeah. It's very cute. It's very endearing. Um, I know I'm saying cute and sweet a lot. There's no other way. Yeah, we're going to be saying cute and show. sweet a lot throughout the show, so you're just going to have to deal with it like, because there's only the so way, somebody. Yeah, there's only so many ways you could talk about how adorable it is. <laughs> I'm going to have to get a thesaurus just for those two words. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, aside from that... <laughs> Um, his, he does have that weird, not weird, but, um, he does have that kind of, like, rivalry with Dexter over Pashmina. They're both very mm -hmm. much, like, in love with her, um, and they do fight regularly with each other for her affection. <laughs> yeah, and Pashmina, if I remember correctly, is not into it. <laughs> no, I don't think she's all that into it. She's just kind of like, could you stop? But, boys, please, uh, what, boys, come on. What do you want me to do? I'm like, please, I I don't know. Um, quite, I don't remember quite how flattered she is by their little mm -hmm. duels for her love. But yeah. um, right. Dexter is kind of his antithesis in a way. Like where Howdy's a little more like, a little more brash. Dexter's a little more like dapper and he's very smart he's got his little glasses he's very um... oh his sweet little glasses <laughs> his glasses are adorable <laughs> i can't remember what his voice sounds like oh i could i could tell you exactly what his voice sounds like tell me his voice because i can't remember it he sounds like this <laughs> hello pashmina Get out of here, howdy! Like, that's totally how he oh sounds. Oh my gosh! That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly how he sounds. Why, Pashmina, I'm honored that you would consider me so qualified. Excuse me while I write these wrongs. <laughs> yeah. 
He's sort of like the Poindexter. He's Agreed. like he's like he's like nerdy and proper. He is. Um, yeah, but he's not like like there. He's not the smart hamster. He's not the smart hamster. That's somebody else. No, no, that that would be Maxwell. But <laughs> yes, yes. Um, he is rather intelligent and like right. Fancy, maybe, would be, like, his... Yeah, he's kind of, like... If this was... (laughs) Yeah, he's kind of, like, a, um... Like, a, I have a big library in my house kind of guy. But in, like, a... He likes to (laughs) brag about it. Like, he's braggadocious in his intelligence, and he feels like he's a little better than everybody else. Which is the difference between him and Maxwell. Yes. Yes. Which, Maxwell's just... Maxwell is a little bit, um less uppity with his own like ego he doesn't quite think of himself that (laughs) that highly above others right i think maxwell besides hamtaro is probably the most well-rounded out of the whole group of hamsters oh absolutely his thing is he loves books he loves books and reading and quiet time He's just he's just a, a a sweet little book boy. That's called a premonition. That's where you know what's going to happen before it does. Like a psychic? Precisely. He is. He is a little bookworm. Um he lives in a either bookstore or a library. I can't remember yeah. which um Should we look it up? Which of the two? We can. Um Let's yeah. See. Let me Okay, Maxwell Hamtaro. Let me see. He's so cute. Well. His little book. He's he is just, and he's so tall. Like he's taller. Yeah, he's than most he's of tall. The other that's hamsters. his. That's his other personality <laughs> trait is that he's, he's tall. tall. <laughs> that's his other trait is tall. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he's owned by the eldest son of a bookstore owner. Okay, there you go. Yeah, and he go. has a crush on Sandy. <sighs> Sandy. Getting to know all the drama. Oh, yes. Which, Sandy has a ribbon on her tail. Is that what her little... Yeah, she has her... She does, like, ribbon twirling, I think, is her thing. Yeah, she does ribbon twirling. I think her owner is also, like, a ribbon dancer or a gymnast or something. And gets it from her. It's very sweet. Yeah, she's like the jock, kind of. Kind of. Or, like, the tomboy... Yeah. Yeah, she is more of like a tomboy than the other two, three. Right, right, right. But yeah, she and Maxwell are very, very, like, lovey towards each other, maybe would be the right word. Yeah, I think they're kind of flirty with each other. They, they're they very sweet to one another. Mm-hmm. It's cute. Mm-hmm. It's adorable. You, you want to talk about Cappy or Panda? Well, we should talk about Stan, since that is her twin brother. Oh, so that is true. We're kind of, we're kind of going all over the place, but it's okay. It's natural. We are a little bit over the place. Yeah. S- Sandy is a twin. <laughs> She is a twin. Her brother is Stan. He is like a playboy type kind Woman, of... Wo- womanizer. Um, he is a little bit of a womanizer. He flirts with like every girl hamster that he sees. I'm trying to think of like an analog for him. I would say like 
I was going to say Sanji, but unfortunately Sanji does take his stuff a little bit too far in One Piece, um, especially later on <laughs> in the series. So I'm not going to say Sanji, but like yeah. that kind of flirtatious. Yeah, just like like sees a girl a gets big heart eyes. He's a bad boy and like a not airheaded, but just a little less serious kind of of a way. He usually gets on people's nerves. Yeah. Picture a guy who, like, he wears sunglasses inside and he, you know, he's like, he <laughs> talks, he's a smooth talker. He's that, he's got that kind of vibe. Hey, gorgeous. Where you been all my life? He is a smooth talker. Um, I think he has a skateboard. That's nothing to say anything about skateboard. Oh, but shit. I think, I think you're right. And he, like, I think he rides it around the clubhouse. Yeah. Oh, and he has, um... <laughs> Wait, I must be I might be misremembering. Somebody has maracas. He also has maracas. He does have maracas that he plays. Yeah, I I I saw, you know, cuz I saw the the theme song in my head and I at one point <laughs> I remember him skating on the wall and then I also remember him, yeah. remembered him shaking maracas. If that could translate if skateboard maracas translates to a real life person in your head it very well may be a stan type character <laughs> yes that we call that a stan <laughs> we call that a stan um we can yeah. stan stan um so long as he doesn't take his, his act too far <laughs> uh you can stan stan if you'd like to stan stan he can <laughs> if you'd like to <laughs> <laughs> it's up to you <laughs> it is up to you um he does like i think he does get lost sometimes because he will see yeah. someone and like walk away and follow them right, and then it's right. like well where's stan oh he found a pretty hamster he's following great we gotta right go find and it's him. usually it's re- usually <laughs> sandy's job to be like well i gotta go track down my stupid brother my dumb brother. Let me my go get him. My dumb brother. Yeah. Jerk. yeah, I gotta go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we've got um, we got Cappy. We do have Cappy. So cute. <laughs> I love that hamster. Cappy, true to name. Cappy's personality is put mm-hmm. stuff on his head. <laughs> That's his whole put deal. Stuff on his he puts stuff. He puts stuff on his head. That's his personality. Yeah. If he doesn't have a hat, he's not happy. And you know what? Also relatable. If I had, yeah. if I was more of a hat person, that would totally be me. Trick or treat! Hi, everybody. I'm Cappy. The hat that we see him with the most often is a little green cap uh, with holes for his mm-hmm. ears, of course. <laughs> the other main, like, head accessory for him is, like, a pan. He will just yeah. put, like a like, a skillet on his head. Is another one of his, like, favorite things. It says on line, uh, the hat that he wears is a swimming cap. Oh. Yeah, that is I never thought about. to me. A swimming cap. Yeah, me cap. too. No, but it makes sense, I guess. I don't know if we have that much information about his owners or why he likes to put on hats. I think he just does. Yeah, I think that's just his thing. Yeah. He's just got a thing. It's a thing for hats. Yeah, and he rolls with it. Or like hiding under stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and he rolls with it. Um, I do believe mm-hmm. he becomes rather distressed if he does not have a hat, much like Oxnard gets rather distressed when he loses his mm-hmm. sunflower seed. Yes, yes, yes. That's kind of like a tenant of his personality. 
Right, right. But yeah, that's kind of Cappy. Um, yeah. I think he really likes Boss, if I'm not mistaken. He's one of the char- one of the hamsters that really, like... Looks up to him and admires follows him. Follows Boss's, like, every word. Yeah, looks up to yeah. him, yeah. He, like, reveres Boss. Right, right. Which is sweet. Yeah, very sweet. Um, Panda. Panda! Who looks like a panda. panda. Yes, we he looks like panda. a panda. We love Panda. And he's very handy. He's a handy... Handy Pandy. He's a handy ham. He's a handy ham. Look what they did to my desk! Hey! Get back here! Hang on a minute, Panda! Super handy. Um, He's always building and tinkering. Yes, that's his thing. That is kind of just his thing. Like, if a hamster has something that is broken or needs to be put together, Panda's gonna be the guy they go to to fix things. Because he is very... He's the fixer. He's almost like a little engineer in a way. He's adorable. I feel like out of most of the designs, I think Panda might be the cutest looking guy here. He very well might be. He is just a little cream and gray literal panda. That is him. Mm. Sweet baby boy. I love him so much. He was uh, I think he was always my favorite next to Cappy. Oh, Cappy is just a sweet spot for Cappy. Me too. <laughs> but panda is definitely definitely up there oh he has the same name across every region did you know that panda does that's that's makes very, sense because very cool. he's the most yeah. um recognizable yeah 100 percent. not even him taro has his name across every region yeah that's true we got one guy left we got one do it all right another mystery man um, that often comes into play in these episodes is Jingle. He is like, Jingle. he's a total K.K. Slider type, traveling nomadic musician, goes wherever the wind takes him. Very, uh, he, he's kind of got like a beatnik vibe where he's, you know, uh, ooh, cool stuff, man. Like, that's how he talks. <laughs> yeah, he's like the Bob Dylan hamster. That's good. <laughs> yes, I just he realized is. that. Like that's exactly what he is. They call me Jingle. Cause you always rhyme. Who knows why the wind blows? Yeah, and he somehow has <laughs> acquired a hamster-sized guitar. Good for him, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how he pulled it off, but he's got one. He and he jams on it too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it makes sense that he is he is another field hamster who doesn't have an owner. Mostly because I don't think there's a way where it would ever be possible for this guy to have an owner and for (laughs) the owner to pretend that it's totally normal that this little hamster has a hamster-sized guitar and it is playable. (laughs) That's a good point. It's the only explanation. That That is a great explanation. We'd be remiss to not mention his tiny little hamster mohawk, (laughs) which I (laughs) love. Love his little hairdo. Yeah, does he um does he have uh his ear pierced? Am I remembering that right? If you're remembering that right, then I'm remembering it wrong. I don't think he does. Okay. Let me say he Hold should. On. Now that you say that, yeah, I think. But he's, I don't. I feel like he's. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. Who am I thinking of? I don't know. I don't know. I want to find out though. This punk hamster. If we've got the the um folk and acoustic <laughs> hamster. Yes. <laughs> What's really interesting is that he basically looks like Hamtaro, but he's got a mohawk. 
Oh, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, like their color scheme and pattern is He's got pretty a close. And a guitar. Yeah, except where Hamtaro sort of has the diagonal pattern. Um, most of his face is one color. Yes. Yeah, we love Jingle. We love Jingle. He's another like kind of out there hamster like snoozer is where like when he speaks sometimes it's like what'd you say <laughs> what? yeah yeah it's he's really? he's like huh he, he's he just appears every now and then and you know that like all the other hamsters make a big deal about the fact when he's around because it's like oh wow jingle's here we don't see jingle very often because all of these <laughs> hamsters have their owners they they have their people that they go home to every night and you know, they all have similar lives. So whenever they they learn about uh, mm-hmm. hamsters who live in the wild, it's a big deal for them. It is. It is. Because it's not relatable to their experiences. And they're like, right. how do you do that? <laughs> what do you mean you live on your own? How? Yeah. <laughs> With cats? How? <laughs> oh, the cats. We should get into the cats, shouldn't we? <laughs> we, sh- we can get into the cats. If there is an antagonist in this show, it's the cats. But it's it's all not cats. In like a <laughs> evil villain. It's all cats. Yeah. It's the movie cats, the live action version. <laughs> That's their antagonist in the show. Yeah, they hate it. They can't stand it. <laughs> they hate it. They can't stand those cats. They're just too peoply. Um mm-hmm. we we just can't talk about it. no. <laughs> yeah, we hate it. <laughs> um, yeah, cats will just they they'll plot they'll, they'll do things and it's up to the hamsters to stop them yeah they're always and they're very they're always very upfront about the fact that like that cat's gonna eat me (laughs) (laughs) yes yes it's a very like very constant uh thing they're aware of like um i've gotta stop this guy but also he's gonna eat me like (laughs) what do i do (laughs) Right, right. A lot of running away, a lot of sneaking around the cats. But dogs are cool. The dogs are nice. Oh, dogs and hamsters, they're bros. They love each other. They Some love each other. Some kids also have dogs. The mm-hmm. dogs help the hamsters. They're they're great. It's very sweet. The cats? Uh-uh. Cats, no. The cats, the cats only <laughs> want one thing and it's disgusting. <laughs> World domination disgusting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay who are our favorite hamsters mal who's your favorite hamster my favorite hamster it's gotta be cappy it's also up there i respect it it's i respect it yeah they're so good what about you for me i think growing up i think cappy was actually also my favorite i just i loved (laughs) that that was his whole personality but i think it's between, I, I really love Panda, I love his whole deal, and I think in the present moment, when I really think about it, I think Snoozer is my favorite, even though he's not one of the main guys. I just, <laughs> I love I love him so much. I love how soft-spoken and wise he is, and he's just, he's he sleeps in a little sock. It's so cute. I could scream. <laughs> Nothing gets better than the, um... Than him sleeping in like a little sock. And it changes too, the sock. No idea where yeah. he gets them. If you're missing a sock right now, you know what? Snoozer's got it. It's in <laughs> yeah, a better snoozer's place. Snoozer's got that he's sock. Got, you don't need it yeah. back. <laughs> no, no, no. It's Snoozer's He's got now, it. And it. He's comfy. Please don't don't yeah. interrupt. Yeah, you should be happy. You should be thankful <laughs> that he has your sock. 
<laughs> yes, 100%. Um, snoozer is very relatable. Mm-hmm. Snoozer is very relatable. I think they all are. They they all they all really are. They are each so different from one another while still having a lot of similarities. Yeah. And it, it makes like you could catamari them and have like one <laughs> super well rounded hamster. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they each have their own different little facets and they all complete each other. Yeah, I think it's looking back even just now at all their personalities there's so many good characters there for a kids show mm-hmm. they're all unique they all have their likes and dislikes and at the end of the day they're all friends still no matter what happens it's just a good ass show for little kids <laughs> it is it makes you feel good and warm and fuzzy it's great it's great and i mean i don't know if you had hamsters growing up i did I think after watching Hamtaro, possibly. I want to say it was 2003 was when I got my first hamster for my birthday. Mm. And it just, it made that connection feel so much more real. Oh, absolutely. The the pet ownership of, of me and my hamster, like it just yeah. gave it a whole different like way of looking at pet ownership. And I had cats too, like, yeah. you know, I've had a pet my entire life. Right, but right. there's something about like watching Hamtaro and having also having a hamster and being like do you escape when i go to school and you have a day to yourself like an adventure and then you i come home and you're back like that was a big thing when you're seven or eight yeah 100 percent. i never had a hamster when i was a little kid i had hamsters when i was in high school um because that's how long it took to Mm -hmm. convince my parents to let me have a hamster Uh, a lot of allergies in my family (laughs) but um uh i had two little hamsters and it really you know i think this show does such a great job of you know i think when you you know in my experience growing up at a family where you don't have a dog because your mom's super allergic to dogs uh you don't have a cat uh because your mom still thinks she's allergic to cats uh but then you get one later in life anyway <laughs> but in between you know you'd get like a fish every now and then you'd be like oh, a really jealous of all the people that have real pets you know so hamtaro sort of teaches hamtaro sort of shows you like (laughs) hamsters are real pets and they are your real friends and it makes you feel feel real good about having a little buddy in that cage you know oh yeah oh yeah Yeah. for sure i remember watching hamtaro gets put in pockets a lot throughout the show (laughs) and i saw that one time Looked over at my hamster, who was named Josephine, my first hamster. Very big name for a very small child. Um, (laughs) I was like, wait, I could put you in my pocket and I could carry you around the house with me instead of in my hand. And then I could hold more stuff was like my thought process. (laughs) More efficient. She did love, (laughs) she did love being in a pocket. And she would like, I I had a whole bunch of shirts that had pockets. And I would just put her in my pocket and she would chill. I'd go take a nap. She would still be in my pocket. Aww. It was a great, great little bonding. I miss hamsters, man. I that's so really that's so wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Mal gets a hamster. <laughs> Can you, and you know, you can't you can't do that with a fish. You can't do that with a cat. I mean Yeah. Totally. I have I had a kitten. I mean but you can't put those in a pocket for very long. They're right. rather large. <laughs> yes. So true. 
it's just different. It's just different. Yeah. Hamsters are have a very particular personality. And mm-hmm. I don't know, to to watch a sweet little hamster show, it was it's great. I mean It's heartwarming. I'm really looking forward to rewatching it as an adult and being yeah, like me too. Yes, this is the this is what I needed. Yes. One hundred percent. Because it's just at the end of the day, it's just a show that is happy and has a good message and is for children. But I think it mm-hmm. still has appeal to people our yes. age who are just looking for something to relax and just chill out to. Yeah, absolutely. We all need something just heartwarming and endearing to watch that doesn't have really any like major risks. There are no like. I mean, the cats are one thing, but there's no, like, real, like, traumatizing danger or anything like that. No, no. It's just, like, you're going to watch these hamsters live their lives and have fun. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's just wonderful. Very, very important and wonderful, yes. So, that has been our episode zero. I hope everyone who is listening is well-informed now on the Hamtaro series. Um, What you can expect from Mm -hmm. episode one, which um, while you're listening to this, uh, there should be some episodes for you to jump right into of our show. Um, Episode one, we're going to be having Tyler from Radish and my, he he is also my Kid Nation Nation co-host. And he's going to be watching two episodes with us and we're going to be talking about it and, it's going to be real fun, and you're going to be prepared, listener, because uh, you had yes. great ham, ham taro teachers. <laughs> great ham ham teachers. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll probably do a, a rundown as well with Tyler a bit. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know that, I don't remember if Tyler has watched ham taro before or not, but we'll watch the first two episodes and um, get to chat. There might be a little more of a refresher then, since it's the first yeah. two episodes of the show. And then from every episode after that, we will be watching two episodes with a guest and talking to them about it, which is going to be so much fun. I'm so, so, so excited. <laughs> Me too. It's, it's going to absolutely rule. And I hope I hope people enjoy listening to it. In the meantime, you can follow our Twitter, which is at HamRadioThePod. We, we haven't posted there much because we're recording this very far in advance. But by the time this comes out, there's probably going to be a whole bunch of stuff on there. So you should definitely check that out. And if you want to follow me, Gary, on Twitter and such, I'm at Sukarimi. Lots of stuff going on there. Lots of um, dumb jokes. Maybe you'll like them. And got other podcasts, too. So check those out. Yeah. And um, I'm Mal. I've been Mal. Um, If for any reason you want to follow me on Twitter, that's at Otebek Voice. Yeah. If you really want to find me, that's that's where you'll find me on Twitter. Um, <laughs> not a whole lot going on there. Just you might as well turn off retweets, I guess. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that's it. I've got ham radio and and that's my life now. So I'm good. Hell yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't have it any other way. No. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys like this little like crash course on Hamtaro. Um, I hope you guys like the upcoming episodes we have. And um, yeah, look forward to cranking out more. More episodes, watching more Hamtaro. I'm also so excited. How do they... What, what's Ham Chat for goodbye? Do you remember? Is it also just Ham Ha? No, I guess not. Oh, bye Q! Bye Q! Oh, bye Q!
BiQ. <laughs> there it that is. That was in the game. <laughs> yes, BiQ, everybody. BiQ. <laughs>